So, just for my audience, I have one of the best investment tips I can honestly think of. It's a really hot tip. And in all honesty, it has the chance of really and deeply changing your life. We don't have a lot of time left in this world. And how and what we invest in is literally the seeds that we will use to sow our future. So today's podcast is on rethinking investments with time and money. Today we're going to talk about how our investments normally seem. In what ways can we rethink investment? And what are the deep investments we can make? So first off, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is the second one I will be doing with my partner, Michelle. Hello. Uh, I had Michelle here because Michelle actually helps me rethink uh, how I can do investment. She helps me think about investment in better and different ways because this is something that I'm still learning and growing at. So I really appreciate that we can have you aboard. Thanks for coming. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. So real quick, I wanted to check in with everybody on the podcast. There have been two amazing quantum leaps in the podcast recently. First off, the downloads in the past week have been amazing. We had 245 downloads in the last week. Did you know the week before there was only 60? No, it's quite a growth. <laughs> Pretty big difference. So in the last couple days, we had two back-to-back 30-plus days. We had it in 81 day, another day of 46, and then today we've had 57. So if you are new, welcome to the podcast. We're really happy to have you here. And there's another cool thing that we found out, Michelle. Have you heard about this one yet? I'm not sure. Okay. So the, the next thing that we found is that the voicemail line, 860-576-9393, we found out that it's not just a voicemail line. We found out you can text that too. So if you don't want to call in because you're afraid of your voice, I've heard people are kind of afraid of having their voice on the podcast, uh, they can text us at 860-576-9393. So that's a great way to give us feedback, ask us questions, tell us what you liked, tell us what you'd like to see more of, a really great low threat way to get a hold of us. And if you're not a big texter, there's the good old fashioned emails, which you can reach us at inclusiveactivism at cox.net. That's I-N-C-L-U-S-I-V-E-A-C-T-I-V-I-S-M at cox.net. Also remember to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I changed that. That's been iTunes forever. I finally updated to Apple Podcasts. I'm pretty proud of myself. Uh, Stitcher, uh, all these places you can review us. Uh, Also, please share the podcast on social media. Tell people what you're enjoying about things. Um, You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, Overcast, Player FM, Pocket Cast, and Google Play. These are great ways to follow the podcast and let us know what you're thinking and doing. I know you're subscribed, right? Yes, indeed. You haven't heard the latest one. It just posted today. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. It's 2018 forecasting mm. that got released today. So it'll be interesting to see what you think. So also, that's a great way to help reward us for doing our work and uh, hopeful. Proof of a good investment on our time with the podcast, which we'll get into, I guess, later. So checking in on my activism, I don't think I've been incredibly active recently. Have you been active recently? Um, In some regards, yeah. Oh, that's good. (laughs) That's good. I have more planned things than actual things. So the first thing is I'm getting ready to help out at a forum in late February for the Chandler 
Unified School District. Sadly, at Chandler, there was a couple of kids in middle school that were sharing lyrics which celebrated Dr. Martin Luther King's death. So there's a big need for diversity inclusion there. So I'm not just going, I'm gonna be taking Diversity Inc. down there, which is gonna be really cool. I wish we could take your public speaking class too. That would be cool. I know, too, not enough van space. <laughs> also, I have some more plans for service coming up with Feed My Starving Children on the horizons, as well as maybe a couple of other things. I am going to get to be a small group facilitator for the Diversity Leadership Alliance at the upcoming Defamations and Interactive Play which should be cool. I have no idea what that's gonna be like, but Jackie says it's awesome and I love whatever Jackie likes. And I'm gonna be helping one of my students, Bailey, who is gonna be putting on a civil conversation series called Relationships. And it's gonna kind of focus on abuse and violence in relationships and how they work in all relationships. Because I think it's normally thought as just as like guy, girl, but I think uh, when you really think about abuse, it can be a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be of benefit. How about you, Michelle? What are ways you've been active? Well, one thing I'm pretty excited about is at work, I sit on the Inclusiveness Council and, you know, we're in a budget crisis across Maricopa. So in order to do new things, you have to write grants for them. Yeah. So I wrote a grant for funding uh, activities for the next year to focus on civil conversation. How can we bring different thoughts and perspectives to the table to have a respectful and civil way of talking about these controversial topics. Yep. And we wrote and we got a $5,000 grant, nice. some funding for it. So I'm really excited, excited about that. I also, speaking of Jackie, I met with Jackie last week as well as some other co-workers to talk about a civil dialogue we will be hosting at the school in april cool i've also been really troubled by what's been going on with our undocumented community so i've been looking at what are ways i can be a better ally to that community specifically so working on that i will be doing a few service projects coming up this semester and next week we're doing a river cleanup yeah. and are taking 16 students so i'm really excited about that opportunity and then a cool small thing is i i teach interpersonal communication on wednesdays and even though i'm talking about relationships i will still sprinkle in that for me i really enjoy volunteering and serving my community mm -hmm. and some of those messages have stuck with two of my students and we've been talking about ways that they can go out and make a difference so I'm excited to see what they're coming up with and where they choose to volunteer. That is a great form of activism because that's activism times yourself and other people. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I'm, I'm a big fan of the times stuff in this podcast as we'll come to find out. So speaking of self-care, um, Tank is vigorously engaged in self-care as he's uh, cutting some serious Z's on the podcast office floor. Um, so for me, self-care has been really, really good recently, although I've been exhausted. So I don't know how to, how to do the math on that. I've lifted at least five times a week for the past two, three weeks, I think, which has been great. I've gotten cardio in at least three times a week in the last couple weeks, which have been good. But it's been nice because I am getting up early with you to get in our service stuff, which has been nice because we get some early morning time with one another. So I'm happy about that. Uh, flag football once a week is really helping me, although the last couple games have been way too late. 8.30 is not a time for me to play football. 
I've meditated four times last week, which has been good. That's always a struggle to get in, though. It's not easy. I've also read at night at least two times in the last week, which has been good. That's been a small growth area I'm trying to invest in, if you will. And lastly, I've been training tank with you, which has been really good for me because I have to be more patient. I have to look at corrections differently. I can't get frustrated and upset. So I have to kind of keep my stuff together and I have to appreciate small goals in order to make sure that he's getting where he's going. So I'm actually counting that as self-care and it's going to be something I tell the podcast audience about because uh, dog training is people training through dogs. So how about you, Michelle? How's your self-care? Uh, I think it's actually going pretty good considering we are a quarter of the way through the semester and this is when I can get off track a little bit. That's true. So one of the things I'm really proud about is my eating. So for me, eating, it can be a vice. I reward myself with food. I look forward to food, but I'm trying to have a new mindset as food is fuel. Yeah. So I do feel better if I have a spinach salad with lunch versus going and getting Subway or something like that. And something that I found interesting was, so again, like I said, Subway is a vice for me and I would go get it to uh, soothe me if I was having a stressful week. So a week or two ago, I decided I was gonna reward myself and go get Subway. And in my mind, I had made it be this delicious thing and I went and had it and it was not that good. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, and I don't think um, it's because it was made poorly by any means. I think I just feel better having healthier food now. Interesting. So it doesn't have the same payoff as it used to. So I would say food has been a really good self-care thing I've been doing. Uh, I've been working out two to three times a week, still trying to be consistent uh, with that. And yeah, and training with Tank, that's been really good for us and good for him too. How do you think that's helping you? Uh, I would say the patient thing. I also think assertive communication is something that I've struggled with. Uh, and being direct, and this is something that's helping me be more direct and be more firm in my statement. So that's been helping me and helping him. So the next thing that we're gonna cover is recommendations for self-growth. And though this isn't exactly what we did yesterday, I'm kind of counting in, the, in this way because I felt like it was a good conversation we got to have aside from the fact that I was being a real grouch bucket and having a bad day, sadly. So I think you should sit down and meet with someone and have a deep conversation about the state of your relationship. There's state of the states that are done, that are states of the union that are done, but I don't think people take the time to really do a state of the relationship. And though I will also honestly admit we didn't have a state of the relationship meeting, I think we had a state of Rowdy's growth through bad days conversation. Uh, and even though it was frustrating and I'm sure incredibly annoying on your side of things, I felt like I communicated some stuff better than I've ever have before when I'm in those spaces. And um, I think I have a better appreciation for you where you're coming from in those moments and where I'm coming from in those moments and maybe other strategies that we can do to make things better there. How about you? What is a recommendation for self-growth for you? Well, I'm gonna go with, so we've been watching The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu and that, I'm not gonna lie, is a hard one to watch. I mm -hmm. feel it's a little too, too close to home right now with where we're at as a society. Um, it's a dystopian ser TV series based on a book from Margaret Atwood. 
So if you haven't already watched the series, I suggest reading the book, but do check out the TV series if you do have Hulu. All right, great. So recommendations for self-growth. Hopefully you're enjoying this in 2018. So on to the podcast for today, looking at investments. Just kind of asking you, Michelle, like when you hear people talk about investments, what are things you normally hear people discuss? Money. Really? Yeah. I think people, when they think of investments, they think of money. Really? Yeah, I think I hear the same type of thing. I hear about people talking about stocks and bonds specifically. Uh, stocks or bonds, because usually one doesn't do well when the other one's doing well. Although uh, stock market stuff has probably got a lot of people freaking out recently. If you've listened to the 2018 podcast, I am predicting a recession in the very near future because things have been going way too well in that specific area and I think things are overvalued and there's kind of time for a correction, which is sad because I think wages are just at a, at a place where they're going to start growing. But I think people are kind of fast and reckless with the economy. I also hear people talk about their bank accounts, what kind of interest rate they're getting. Do you hear about that too? Yes. Uh, sadly, interest rates suck right now for uh, banking still. People used to get like 8% on savings. And so I think now the only way to really make money is in the stock market, which is really sad because that's the only place that's growing and that's a little wild and out of, uh, out of control. I think another place I hear about investment is with capital items, right? So houses with cars, or um, computers, maybe convenience items specifically. Like I'm gonna invest in this mixer because I can make bread faster. Or I'm gonna invest in a new appliance because uh, it'll be able to take care of my blah, blah, blah easier. Do you think you've heard about that on uh, capital items? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so iPhones, things of that nature, right? I also think people sorta of think a little bit about like, their career maybe is an investment. Where can they do to get the next step to get a little bit more money? I think that's a short-sighted investment and I gotta remember to talk about that and I forgot to write this down. This is a really good thing I need to ramble on is time they spend at work is the only way to get money investment. So help me remember that, okay? okay. Sounds good. And I think that's it. For the most part, really when people think investments, they're usually thinking capital items. Mm -hmm. So now, this is where I'm gonna rely on you because I think you're really good with this stuff and I'm trying to get better with it. So I'm the, I'm the rookie, you're the master in our household. What are some atypical investments that people don't normally think of? I think investments in people. Okay. I think investments in uh, service, community service, for instance. So I had, uh, I can't remember her last name right now, but her name's Donna. She works for the Boys and Girls Club, uh, the main volunteer coordinator for basically the greater Phoenix area. And she came to my class last semester and presented on the importance of volunteering and service learning. Mm -hmm. And what she was really telling us, the class, um, the students, was that volunteer or, or community organizations appreciate volunteers the most because they give away the one thing they can never get back, which is time. Mm -hmm. So for money, you can donate $10 and if you are employed, you can get those $10 back. But if you invest those four hours of time on a Saturday, you are not going to get those four hours back. So making that investment is notable and important and beneficial. How do you see time spent with people as an investment? Well, I mean, it's an investment in the overall relationship. I think we have to think an investment 
manner, especially working with students. So my boss, Becky Bradley, has really helped put this in perspective for me as well, because sometimes we work with students who are a bit challenging. Uh, we're pushing them to reach their potential or to grow. And I at times can get a little down because I do not see growth. And what she's told me is that sometimes the seeds you plant, you do not get to see bloom. Mm -hmm. So while we're making the investment in them here at community college, something we taught them during that time might not click with them till later on at a university or maybe even years later in their career. But the idea is to still keep investing even if you don't see that return. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's really important too. I had the same experience. I was doing a, a long-term project with our Emerging Leaders program and there was a student that was in Emerging Leaders and I thought she was kind of just like along for the ride. But for some reason she wanted to interview me about some DACA stuff that I did. And I was like, okay, well I want to interview about Emerging Leaders. And the stuff super resonated with her. She is looking at uh, like broadcast journalism as a major. And one of the things that she wants to do is find ways to get the stories out about nonprofit organizations and the good work that they're doing. And it resonated because in Emerging Leaders, we talk about positive social change. And she wanted to find something that was not just work fulfilling, but world fulfilling. Ooh. And so that was really cool to see that she was trying to get the word out on what people are doing and then also tell their story because they're too busy helping people mm -hmm. to try to tell their own story. So the mm -hmm. fact that someone would think about that, I thought was super cool too. That is. So I think other things that are good investments are time spent in religion, hopefully, <laughs> or the church of space that does help you grow with that. I think um, school can be. I know we had ups and downs thoughts about that in our master's program, but um, there's also time where it really made a big difference. That study we did on masculinity, I think, was good time spent, mm -hmm. even though it was really nerve-wracking. Uh, you mentioned relationships. I think that's a definitely a good time spent, especially, um, you know, if you want that relationship to be good, you got to invest some time in it. I think time with pets is a great investment of time. When I'm in a bad mood and Tank comes up and just licks me in the face, or when I walk by and he just wags his tail at me. Like it gets me out of whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm dwelling on. You know me, I can be a bit of a dweller. It recepts me, it helps me in a different way. I think working out is a great investment of time. Just because you feel better, like you know, that half an hour to an hour a day does a lot, you know, makes a huge difference. I didn't think about the food thing, right? Time spent eating good food or making sure that you're eating quality food makes you feel better, right? That, that subway didn't have the same bump that it did before and now you're becoming a bit more of a spinach salad fan which is kind of cool it's the only way i can get calcium really so i'm glad you like it self-care obviously i mean that makes sense i think people really know about that i think vacations mm -hmm. are a good one we got some vacations planned for spring break mm -hmm. hopefully i don't eat it on the uh, deck again at that spot i think friends are i think reading is a great investment uh, and I think work connections. Any time you spend around people that are better than you is a huge investment because you are who you spend the top five, the top five people you spend the most time with, you will end up like. Mm -hmm. And so investing in people like that, I think is really something that I think people don't think about. And I think people don't just don't realize that money is just traded time most of the time. There are passive incomes thing you can do. Uh, where money kind of just happens and you don't have to spend a lot of like time on it. But usually the time investment on what you have to do to set that up is huge. Uh, and it always requires maintenance. So 
So I think that's something that people needed to remember. And the last thing I wanted to share on this note was people, I think, only look at their job and what's next in their career progression when they think of money. I don't think they think of quality of time they spend at work. They just look at money. So, for example, I'm supposed to want to be director of student life, right? Within my career progression. You are supposed to be wanting to be the director of service learning. However, that's not what we want to do. Is that correct? Correct. We don't want those jobs because we see our bosses do those jobs. And though our bosses are great at those jobs and we love our bosses, it's not what we want to do, you know? Now, if we had those jobs, our salaries would bump probably like twenty dollars to $30,000 immediately, which would be nice, right? Mm-hmm. We could use that money for sure. But we wouldn't enjoy our time as much. See, people, I don't think, think about that. How much do you enjoy the time you're spending? How much do you enjoy the time you're spending at work? Were you happier in the job that you used to have versus the job you have now? They're not seeing that time money investment in the right way, I think, sometimes. And I think the fact that we know, I know someone was telling me once uh, they thought I'd be a great administrator. And I was like, wow, I don't want to make that time money investment. I'd get a lot of money, but I really wouldn't enjoy what I do on a day-to-day basis in the same way I do right now. What are your thoughts on that, Michelle? I would agree with that. I'm, I mean, I have, I think, a more atypical view of time than most people do because I know it's just something you never get back. So for work, it would be wonderful to make more money, I'm not going to lie, especially with um, student loans. But I already spend the more, majority of my week at work. So if I'm gonna be doing that, I want it to be something I enjoy. And it's the same with the people you work with at work. I am so blessed to work with ladies that I love working with. Like I get to say I work with my friends and I couldn't imagine spending as much time as I do at work working with people that I don't enjoy. So I do think it's important to factor in the type of work relationships you have and whether the investment's worth it. All right, so this moves us to our third and final point, and that is the most powerful investments we can make. What are they? And then also, what the hell does this have to do with diversity and inclusion? Because I'm sure people are like, this probably is one of those like personal leadership podcasts that don't have anything to do with this. I think it does, and we're gonna kind of move into that. So for me, I feel like the most powerful investments we make are time times money investments. This is something that you help wake me up to, and I'm hoping to get better with that. That's why the main present that I asked for you this year was the trip to the Renaissance Festival. That's a time times money investment. Um, And I've also been fiercely protecting our President's Day off to go to the Renaissance Festival, because we enjoy that, you know? Like I love picking up the Hammer of Thor and all the swords. I really enjoy the turkey legs and all the different foods. We really eat too much at the Renaissance Festival, which I kind of enjoy. <laughs> Queen's berries, baby. Um, so since time is the most finite resource we have, we got to remember that once it's spent, it, we can't recruit that resource. So I think dinner out with your partner is a time by money investment. 
I know uh, we have planned for next weekend an investment with Matt to go see Black Panther. Mm -hmm. So that's a time times money because both you, me, and Matt have always loved the superhero movies. And weren't you telling me that that's still 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? Yes, it is. It's also sell the most pre-sale tickets than any other Marvel movie. And I think that is people really underestimating what the black audience can do. Um, because I think I, this is something, it's not, I don't think I ever mentioned this on the podcast because it was way before the podcast, but, um, you know, when the uh, Oscar so white movement was happening, people only make movies kind of for white people. They don't think about making movies for other people, not knowing that just because you make a black movie that white people <laughs> can still go to it because people have been making white movies and black people have gone to them too. So I really, really am interested to see uh, what that looks like with the Black Panther. And I'm happy that I get to spend some time with your brother, who's been really stressed recently. I love your brother. He's the best dude ever. I also think vacations are a time times money investment uh, because you go, you do something. We went to Sedona this winter, which was a time times money investment. And I'm so glad we went when we did. It's not something we're going to dig into in this podcast, but... Had we not put that investment in, I think life would be a lot harder right now. And I'm really glad that we got to spend that time together as a foursome during that time frame. And experiences are time by money investments. So it could be going to the park or going to the zoo or going to a circus or going to a play, right? Experiences like one shot, one, one time only type things are those things. So when I talk about being at the Renaissance Festival, that's an experience time times money investment. And I think service and donation is a time by money investment. So you can't just do the service. You'd have to also donate money. But Feed My Starving Children usually makes a money pitch when you do some service there because the money, co the food costs money. So the labor, free labor is great. But if someone doesn't create the food, then they can't get that food out for, to different folks. So in hearing all that and, you know, your whole framework for your podcast focuses on diversity and inclusion. So when you're thinking of going for equity, we must use this, this double barreled approach, right? With mm -hmm. time and money. Mm -hmm. So what's the best way to go about doing that? Well, I think what's important is noticing that you can't just throw money at problems, right? If if someone intersectionally is left behind because of multiple identities, right? So if you're looking at like um, how young gay black men are doing in education, you can't just like throw money at that problem or be like, let's let's just give let's just make a club for them, right? Like you need to spend some time understanding what's happening to that individual and that person or people with those identities, which takes time, right? Mm -hmm. But then you also need to allocate the resources to help make equity happen, because. Uh, there's barriers, and those barriers make it doubly difficult to make a difference. And not just doubly, sometimes quadruply difficult based on the intersections of oppression that people experience, right? So um, if you're poor, gay, black, male, right? I mean, that's a lot of stuff going against you. And every one of those identities, the percentage of success in a school goes down based on those identities, right? So poor people tend to do less well. Black kids, you tend to do less well. Gay kids used to tend to do less well. When you layer those on top of each other, it's a lot of things that are really systemically pulling someone back, right? What we have to do when we think about investment is that we need to really focus on who needs the help most and what combination of money and time and resources is gonna help most. Because you can't just throw money at things. 
We've seen people throw money at things. It gets misspent, it gets misused. You can't just throw time at things because there's some things that need resources as well, right? You can't just spend time mentoring a kid that's hungry and then never feed them. You gotta think about what this person needs to be successful. This money times time investment, I think makes most sense because you're gonna need both of those things. And sometimes we only think one or the other, or we think, oh, we'll make the support group for them. Like at our school, they thought we should make a club for the DACA students. You know what the DACA kids said? We don't want or need that thing. We like this other thing that we're already involved in because people see the value in us and we're able to help other people with it. You see how that's just seeing like, oh, they need this thing and being like, let's make it for them when that's not even the need specifically, right? So I think that time by money investment is what's really important. And especially if we're looking at like equity, we got to think about those things too. So when thinking about ourselves, when thinking about others, when thinking about groups, time, even just as an investment, I think is really important. But then also how could you empower that by putting extra resources? And it's not always just money. Sometimes it's other things that layer the benefit. Do you have anything you want to add to that idea? No, I think that's a good ending point. Great. So the in review, the major points of this podcast were how investments are normally seen. What are other forms of investment that people can do or use? And that when we're really thinking about investment, we have to think resources and time, not just resources or time. We can use both of those things to really use that leverage to make a big difference for people. So if this podcast made you think of something, if you want to text us because you've thought of an example we hadn't considered, or you want to challenge us on a notion that we mentioned, you can give us a call and leave a voicemail at 860-576-9393, or you can text us at 860-576-9393. Please give us some feedback. Let us know what's going on and what's happening because we would love to hear from you. That voicemail line, that text line, that is a space for you to talk back, to ask me some questions, to hit me with scenarios, to tell me about what resonated or what didn't resonate with you specifically. But I can read those texts if, in case you're afraid of leaving voicemails and talk to you about those things and share those thoughts and ideas on the podcast. Now that more and more people are listening, I'm hoping we can kind of create more and more of a community here. I'm really, really excited about that idea specifically. And then, of course, as always, if you are interested in booking me or bringing the power of inclusive activism to your organization, you can do so at inclusiveactivism at cox.net. That's I-N-C-L-U-S-I-V-E-A-C-T-I-V-I-S-M at cox.net. Or you can learn more about me and Sarah and this organization at www.inclusiveactivism.com. Thank you very much for your time and appreciation, and I hope to hear from you in a couple weeks. Bye-bye.